And it wasn't that I didn't trust my manager. It just happened that I didn't know how to ask her nicely, like, hey, what goes into that one hour? What she took from our conversation was, you're not good enough, you're slow, and we're going to take that task away. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. I'm Katie Sundell, brand strategist, designer, and the CEO of a successful six-figure design agency. I teach brand, graphic, and web designers how to get more clients, increase their pricing, and build profitable design businesses in a simple and sustainable way. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, as well as our coaching and mastermind high-touch experience for creatives. You can find out more about starting and growing your design business at AventiveAcademy.com. But until then, grab a cup of coffee and join me in today's podcast episode. A lot of brand graphic and web design business owners are at this stage where they're trying to grow their business and go from being a solopreneur or a freelancer to now growing into a design agency, branding agency, website agency, and they start struggling with leadership and management and really how to build and lead a strong team. So in today's episode, we're really diving into this crucial topic that every design business owner needs to really become a master of it. So leadership and management for designers. And in this episode, we'll explore how to build and lead a strong team, empowering you to take your design business to new heights. So let's get started. As a graphic brand or web design business owner, your success really, it's not that it depends, but kind of on ability to lead effectively or hire someone who is going to lead your team. And we're going to talk more about it later on. A strong leader sets the tone and provides guidance and inspires their team to get to the next level. And let's talk about some key reasons why strong leadership is so important for your design business. So the first thing that you really have to do as a leader of your own branding design um, or web agency is that you have to set up a clear vision. As a leader, it's essential to establish a clear vision for your design business. And this vision serves as a guiding light for your team, helping them understand the purpose and direction of their work. And I know that this all sounds fancy, but it all really starts from you working on your business by yourself or with a business coach. And it's something I've done in my business as well. And I think I was three years into my business when I realized how important this is and really focused on knowing what I want from my branding agency, from my design business. This is when I started making a real business plan with my why. And even though, you you know, you may think that you know what your why is, but really when you start writing that down, that might change and 
it might look different than what's in your head and then your mission, vision, and so on. And really things are going to become way more easier in your business. The second thing is really building trust and collaboration. So trust is the foundation of any successful team. And by leading with integrity and fostering a collaborative atmosphere, you can establish trust among team members, enabling them to work together cohesively and achieve outstanding results. And to say all of this in a simple way is that you have to trust your team and they also have to know that you trust them. Once I said to my manager that if it takes her one hour to post a blog post, that is too long and ask her if she needs help, maybe we can see if we need to hire someone else or if I could post it instead of her. And to be honest, I didn't really ask her. I just told her that. And that is just, you know, like posting, like copy paste from our blogger who already wrote the content. And then she would just like take it from him, take it from that document and add images. So in my mind, that is something that would take 15 minutes, right? The way I said that was either wrong or she took it wrong. I don't remember. But she responded something like, I see how you value my time and what I do for you. And it got to the point where she thought I don't either trust her or something. And it was so awkward. I then had to explain my thoughts behind it. And all that. And then she also explained what else she includes in that one hour, such as SEO, photo descriptions, selecting blog covers, and so on. So the problem here was not that I didn't trust her per se, but more that I didn't communicate well and didn't ask her why it takes that much versus, you know, what I did was just like, we'll take that task away from you because you're slow. (laughs) So it seemed like I don't trust her. And you know what I mean? So you have to trust your team, but not just that. They have to know that you trust them. And if there is something that you don't agree with them or you think that something can be improved, you have to talk to them. So now now that we understand the importance of strong leadership, let's explore practical strategies. I think that's going to help you more, um, like really for building and leading a robust design team. And it doesn't have to be just design team, but here we are talking about a design business. And that can be, you know, either like marketing or your salespeople or whoever is on your team. And here are some key areas to focus on. So the first one is going to be hiring the right people, which, you know, sounds obvious, (laughs) but building a strong team really starts with hiring the right individuals. Like look for candidates who not only possess like the necessary, you know, let's say you're hiring someone who is a brand designer. So don't just go and look for someone who has the best portfolio. We've done that in the past. And then you realize you can't work with them. Like they're just not that type of person that would understand your commands or would not respond on time or just like something was off. They're really good designers, but they're not good employees. So look for candidates who not only are good at designs and what they do, what you're hiring them for, but also align with your 
business values and culture, like what we talked about at the beginning. Like it's amazing to work with people who are so into what you do. Do they take care of your business? Like it's theirs. And we can go here into so much detail in terms of how do you hire the right people, but it all goes back to like, you really have to know what you're looking for and your mission, vision, your why, and all of that. And then from there, you have to define who you want to hire for your business. That can be either someone who's going to help you grow your business. So someone who is on the business side or someone who is a designer so that they can work with your clients. And you'll have to figure that out because every single business is different. So I don't know exactly what you need, but those are just some examples. And then from there, you would have to clearly define roles and responsibilities. So each team member should have a clear understanding of their roles and responsibilities. So you would have to define their job descriptions, like establish clear expectations and encourage open communication to ensure everyone knows what is expected of them. And before you even hire them, you have to write that job description. It's something that you're going to post on LinkedIn or Indeed or, you know, Facebook groups or whatever you're looking for the right fit. And you would have to like really write that well. If you don't know how to write good job description, look into examples, hire someone. This is very, very important. And I'll tell you some of the mistakes that we made. So one of the mistakes was that I just wanted to, I was looking for someone who is more like a virtual assistant. But instead of saying, this is what we are really looking for, and this is what would be good to have, you know, not that you have to know all of this. I just wrote it all down. So we were looking for a unicorn. So someone who would know everything and anything, which wasn't possible. So we were not getting any applicants. And then the other mistake that we made was when I was also like hiring, I don't remember what the role was, but I just remembered getting like hundred and something applications. And I was so overwhelmed. I had to stop it the next day go through it. And they were all wrong leads. It was taking so much time and we couldn't find the right fit. So job description is something that's very, very important. And you have to really write it down in detail as much as you can. If you don't know how to write it again, look into examples or hire someone who's going to do that for you. So, you know, so that's the second thing, like clearly defined roles and responsibilities. And it all starts from writing the job description. And then, of course, when you hire them, you have to communicate with them and all of them and all of that. So if you're talking now about communication, so communication is really like the heart of successful leadership. So foster like really open communication and actively listening to your team members, provide feedback, talk about it, like talk a lot with them. Like, don't be like too much. You don't have to like micromanage them. Like nobody wants that, right? But really communicate. Ask them, how do you feel? Like maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be like a formal meeting, but maybe every Friday ask them, hey, how did you feel this week? What is that that you really loved about working with us? What is that that you didn't like? Let's talk about it. And it doesn't have to be longer than just a few minutes. Most of the time they will say that everything's perfect because you're communicating every day, but like every Friday, 
at least on your paper or something, like just make that in your calendar where you're going to check in with your team. Like regular team meetings and one-on-one check-ins can really facilitate effective communication within the team. And also you can ask them what they think about others. So I would always ask my manager, what do you think about our graphic designer? What do you think about our blogger? What do you think about this and that? Like, I want her to be involved in my business, like it's her business, right? So, and I want to make sure that she's still happy because she's working a lot in our business and she's working on a lot of different things within the business. The other thing is, What's very important is empowering and delegating. So a strong leader knows when to delegate tasks and empower their team members to sometimes even do something on their own. So let's start about, let's first talk about giving them like ownership and responsibility. So when you give them to do something or when they when they decide to do something on their own, you have to like empower them to do that because you're giving them the motivation to actually do it right. And they love that. Like people love being responsible for something, even though it sounds like, oh, it's like too much. No, they like to to feel heard, to feel important and to feel like they're providing value to the team. The next thing is providing growth opportunities. That doesn't mean that, you know, it's (laughs) what came to my mind first now is like the corporate ladder. No, I'm not talking about it because you are a small business owner, I'm assuming. It's, It's all about like investing in their growth and development. And basically, it's offering training programs, workshops, or mentorship opportunities to help them like really either get their design skills to the next level if they are designers or writing skills if you have bloggers within your team or marketing skills if someone is doing your social media or whatever it is every time when I would enroll into a new course or workshop or something I send that to my manager if I find it like really valuable and if I believe that she would benefit from it that she would learn things from it and then be able to apply in our company so that's something that's like very very important the other thing that I want to mention is that leading a design team or any team really comes with a little like with some challenges of course but it's it's so how do you say that like it's so worth it because when you're a solo designer when you're a solopreneur you your growth gets to here and then you can't like you can't get to the next level you can't accept more clients you can't grow in a way of increasing your price but there's always a ceiling You need someone who's going to post on Instagram for you. You need someone who's going to make changes on your website. You need someone who's going to work with your clients. You need someone who's going to go for events. You don't want to be doing all these things. And to be honest, this is something that we teach inside the Creative CEO, my coaching and mastermind program that you can find on aventiveacademy.com slash mastermind. And right now there is a wait list so you can click on it and be the first to know when when we open. But let's talk a little bit about the challenges. So one of the biggest challenge is having conflict. And conflict is 
inevitable within any team. As a leader, it's really crucial to address conflict promptly and to be able, again, to communicate with them and encourage open dialogue and really make them feel heard. It's a win-win situation when your teams can tell you what like what they like or don't like about you or your company and when you can respond to that. The other thing is like motivating and inspiring, like keeping your team motivated and inspired is an ongoing process. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's like really recognizing and celebrating their achievements and providing regular feedback and creating a positive work environment that fosters creativity (laughs) and something that, you know, gets them personally on the next level, not just within the company. And that is motivating and inspiring. You do want your team members to kind of like go home and feel like, oh my God, I did this really, really cool thing at my company today and I loved it. Like you want them to go home feeling happy and satisfied, right? Then the next thing is like time management and being able to prioritize things. And this can be challenging. And we definitely had these challenges in my branding and design company where I thought that it's very clear what the priorities are while my team was actually working on something else or especially my manager because we work so closely and she was so focused on one type of thing and I'm working on the other thing and then I'm like, why is this not getting done? Well, I never told her it needs to get done. I just assumed that she would know that that's the priority, but we didn't communicate well, you know? So next time or even now, Like, so next time when that happened, (laughs) next time when I have, or every time when I have something that I know what needs to happen, I first go to her and tell her like, hey, so this is the priority. And sometimes I would even like put, so we use Trello to organize all our tasks. And sometimes I would even just go in Trello and put priority. Like we have the labels, important, priority, urgent, like work in progress. And then when she sees that, She knows that that's what's very important, that she has to focus on that next. And she would also sometimes put things that are important for her own as her own reminder or for other team members, because usually how it goes, it's me and then it's her. And then we have the rest of the team. So it's usually like me and her and then the rest of the team in a way how we function and how we work. Either something is my vision and my idea Then I say that to her and then she would talk to the rest of the members or the clients and so on. So the challenge can be time management and figuring out what to prioritize. So when working with teams, when working with your team members, you have to set clear priorities, establish deadlines and really help your team manage their workload efficiently. Like implementing project management tools like Trello that I mentioned is so, so important. The other challenge that can be is building a positive culture. So culture plays a significant role in team performance and satisfaction as well. So you have to like 
keep that like positive work culture by promoting collaboration and like really recognizing achievements, as I previously mentioned, and encouraging a healthy work-life balance. Like if someone leaves or if someone is done by 4 p.m. and they're supposed to work until 5, don't tell them anything. Let them be. You never know what they're going through. Of course, if that keeps happening and if that's happening like every single day, if their work hours are 9 to 5, and now all of a sudden they're 9 to 4, you're going to talk about it. You're going to ask them if that's what they need, why, if they need some kind of help or whatever it is going on. But if that happens once or two times, like, don't be too much. Don't try to micromanage. Okay, well, overall, like really building and leading a strong design team or team in general, doesn't have to be design. I keep saying design because we have you know, branding and design agency, like it really requires a combination of effective leadership skills, which is something that nobody was born with. So it's something that we practice. And the more people we hire, the more people we have, the more you're going to learn about it. Also, you can invest in having a coach or, you know, online courses or something like that. And then clear communication and really a supportive work environment. And by setting a clear vision, hiring the right people and fostering collaboration and addressing challenges head on, you can establish a team that consistently delivers exceptional results. Like I love my team. I love every single person that works for me or for my branding agency because they they provide so much help and I'm so flexible with them. Like, I never say, why didn't you complete? Like, I never criticize. I always try to understand. And just remember that leadership is an, ongo- is an ongoing journey. Like, you have to constantly, like, invest in your own development as a leader. And it's not always easy. And if that's not the right fit for you, that's okay. You can always hire someone who's going to take on that part and you can be a designer in your business, or you can be a financial something in your business, or you can go for networking events, like you don't have to manage the people. But here we're talking about leadership. Also seek feedback from your team and really adapt to strategies that they tell you and different strategies as needed that you find out like throughout that journey. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Profitable Graphic Designer podcast. And I hope that this was helpful to you. If you have any questions or would like to share your experience, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Aventive Academy. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today on the Profitable Graphic Designer. In addition to this podcast, we have created some amazing online courses to help you set up your business, get more clients, and scale to the income level you desire. If you need help developing your graphic brand or web portfolio so it stands out, if you want to learn how to create proposals new clients will say yes to, if you're still trying to figure out how much to charge for your services, and if becoming the go-to designer for your dream clients is your goal this year, then I invite you to enroll in my signature 12-week program, The Profitable Designer, or one of our other specialized online courses. To learn more about it and get started, visit AventiveAcademy.com. See you next time.